0: Salafar and welcome to the Samuel Scientist podcast. Today we have Lolo Buguafu, who's going to talk to us about his science journey. And you are a environmental science. Yeah, I'm an
1: environmental What's science major.
0: Environmental science major, and that's kind of your background, yeah. right? Cool. So thank you so much for being here today. I know you're only in New Zealand for a little while, so I'm so glad that I got you today. Um, So yeah, can you just give us a bit of introduction about yourself?
1: Uh, Yeah, Uh, my name's Lolo Tugwafu. I'm a Tongan born and I'm 25, or 24 years of age. Yeah, I live in Tonga. Um, I've got two sisters, Lisa and Lossie, and both are here in New Zealand. Uh, ones in Fiji and ones in New Zealand. Oh, cool. So, mum and dad, yeah, we're based in Tonga, and it's only three of us in Tonga, so yeah. True. Pretty much.
0: And did you go to school in Tonga?
1: Uh yeah. yeah. I went to school in Tonga, so I went to Tonga High School, made it through from class one to form two, which is um, year, I think it's year seven or year six here. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Not
1: not quite sure. Yeah. Uh, and then I. Carried on to Tonga High, uh, Tonga High School, um, from 2008 till 2010. Mm-hmm. Finished that year 9 and then moved back, so uh, I uh, moved here to New Zealand in 2011. Went, uh, w- attended um, Wesley College. True. Uh, from my uh, 6th form and 7th form. True, so you've got school. a good mix, eh?
0: I'm yeah.
1: <laughs> got a bit, a bit of a mixture of uh, growing up in Tonga and yeah it was a uh, 2011 it was a uh, huge step as well because mm. um, coming from the islands um, yeah to, like? uh, had to adapt to especially heaps of stuff and coming to new zealand um, you know it was a different environment mm. especially coming from tonga um, it's more it's more fast paced in new zealand yeah uh, everything is um, more organized than just to it. Mm. Uh, time is important here, especially. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's, definitely. Yeah.
0: And what about the language?
1: Uh, language-wise, um, in Tonga we we were um, recommended to, um, it was compulsory to speak in English. Mm-hmm. So um, the transition from Tonga to Wesley, I had a bit of a I could speak the language, English, some of the slangs are like, you know, we, we fall about sometimes as well, uh. Uh, your friends will make fun of it, but, you know, got to a point where it was just part of a joke and, you know, it was part of socialising and get, getting to know and adapting to the environment as uh. well, and just being more out there and like open to others as well. Yes. Yeah, that's good. So yeah. they
0: didn't kind of tease you for like fopping out.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty serious at the start, but okay. <laughs> I got to got to know them more, and you know, mm. you know I recommend those guys coming from Tonga. You know, the tensions and like when you're coming from Tonga and yeah. you get to know people here, You just kind of in Tonga is like serious. They take that stuff serious, but here in New Zealand it's more part of a joke, eh? Hey. Ah,
0: yeah. so they take the language seriously? Do you, um, do
1: you mean, like? just being mocked and entire life for funny, like it's, <laughs> but yeah, okay. it's
0: yeah,
1: sure. nothing to be worried about. So mm. yeah, it's, I most um, recommend you guys, um, especially coming to a new environment here mm. in New Zealand. The main purpose of you uh, coming to New Zealand, that's what you need to be focusing on as well. Yeah, so, especially for me, uh, I had to pursue studies and it was, that was the main thing. I Like, I had, we had rugby options as well at Wizzy, yeah. especially Wizzy being a big rugby school. And it's one of the cultural as well, like, oh, okay. to be, you have to be a rugby player, so, you, like, if you're a rugby player at the school, you're more likely the thing, kind True, of True, like, yeah. popular and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so. Oh. Yeah, so kind of tried rugby try out try out new things as well like try rugby try like look for th- stuff that you' like is and yeah, maybe yeah stick with it focus on it.
0: but your um, main purpose was to 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 get your um, like studies yeah. up to scratch um,
1: mm-hmm. yeah my main purpose of um, moving over was to focus on studies and and push, push on strong yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. So how did you get into science? Did you like it as a child? Uh, yeah,
1: science So, uh, Wesley Oh no, I'll start from Tonga High Because okay. Tonga High, my, my mom told me to try computer science So ah. I took computer And didn't like computer, I got lazy So the next year, um, fourth form uh-huh. I tried out um, accounting and business side kind of mm. thing, you know? just a major like little top um, subjects at, at high school. Uh, took uh, economics, accounting, didn't like it, it was too much, uh-huh. yeah, so didn't like the, what, forgot what that accounting table is. On. Again, yeah, I don't so, like yeah. accounting either. I don't like numbers either too, yeah. so yeah, and... In my last year at high for, uh, fifth form, uh-huh. I took um, history and geography, mm. and kind of like the uh, geography because I like history. Uh, history and geography goes together. Yeah. So that that, that was the perfect comp- combination for mm. me. So kind of got that. That's where I picked up the interest in doing enri- environmental studies. Mm. And then when I came to Wizzy College um uh, so came he college sixth form two of my teachers at Wizzy, mr Tama. still remember your name yeah <laughs> uh, and eason uh, which was my history oh Tama was my geography te- teacher and mr eason was my history teacher mm. and they kind of um so at they kind of that kind of triggered my interest in doing our, um, environmental because um, every day I'll talk to them and just you know I tried out like I said I tried out rugby I didn't like rugby I just wow. yeah so I start rugby
0: that's a big thing because yeah. in New Zealand like rugby's our main sport so yeah
1: yeah like you don't have to be that cool guy you know you can do studies as well you know yeah Got it. Like, Study you can be cool as well. <laughs> Those yep. were the cool guys. Yes. Are. Um, you don't have to be that rugby stuff. So I kinda like hanged out rugby's so and focused on studies.
0: Mm. And you After, felt comfortable to talk to your history and geography teacher? Like what made them yeah, every cool to day,
1: talk to? Eason Eason was he he inspired me to go do law and uni. Mm. But then Tonga Tama told me to go do environmental science, so I kind of had to pick out of those two. Uh-huh. So at first, um, I'm not really, I'm not really good at writing, so uh-huh. like my English wasn't that great with essays and stuff. So I was thinking, um, law, there'll, sh- there'll probably be heaps of writing. Oh yeah, a know? lot of writing. Yeah. So there'll be heaps of like readings and stuff. So. Mm. I kind of had to balance out which one would I like so I was kind of uh, more passionate about the environment and stuff because it's mm. more interesting studying like you know systems and just processes and yeah. like environmental processes and stuff so yeah so Tama kind of Mr Tama kind of uh, pushed me to to pursue environmental studies back at uni mm. yeah. So, made it to uni, two thousand and thirteen. So, what I subjects
0: started. did you take um, in uh, kind of in your last years of high school? So, do you remember? I t- <laughs> that's a long time ago.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's about seven years ago. Yeah. Seven years ago, I was a Wesley. and subjects I took was um, agricultural. You guys had that there? And yeah, we had wow, agriculture.
0: lucky.
1: And we didn't go to the farm and stuff, oh, okay. we just stayed at the greenhouse. Okay. Yes, yeah, so um, I took agriculture, mm-hmm. I took um, geography, history, and bioscience, and bios, uh, biology.
2: Ah.
1: So those were the four that I took at Wesley. Bio- biology was was yeah. interesting. So that's... Um, I forgot my teacher for that, for that subject. My well, biology was interesting as well. And, yeah, it was just, that's where I kind of like picked up science. True.
0: Yeah. And kind of how was the exam process for you?
1: Exam at, um, at the, oh, at mm-hmm. high school. I'd say...
0: Like, did you have any challenges when you're studying for it or yeah
1: um so at wesley uh we we usually have prep at seven so that kind of helped me every day uh, we have prep on um, so just doing homework and just oh, okay. catching up with everything and that's for one hour so that one hour, take that one hour series
2: because
1: mm. um, kind of helped me especially with um, um, having to catch up with assignments at um, high school yeah so getting and prepping up for exams as well mm. and we usually have like little study groups like in high school mm. Have it's best if you have like um, study groups at high school uh, that'll help a lot mm. yeah <laughs> with especially with your exams um, and exams, uh, that was, it was kind of set different from, the ex- not set different from, from compared to Tonga's exams and yeah. stuff. Uh, I'd say New Zealand one was pretty well structured and known, like and uh-huh. organized, it's, especially with my my writing and stuff. Yeah. It was like poor as, especially with, when it came to English, um, English subject uh, mm-hmm. exams, I used to get nervous, but reading uh, my teacher um, advised me to read books but i'm not a fan of reading books yeah so same <laughs> i just like reading whatever's on the news or it's just small I, I can't do reading so mm. yeah but reading will help you a lot along the way with um, especially exam preppings and just learning mm. yeah.
0: yeah so how did you build up um like your knowledge of <laughs> English and like reading and writing. I mean writing, yeah.
1: Um, so I forced myself to write. Um, reading, I I haven't forced myself to mm. read.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, writing at uni, especially at uni,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I used some of the there's like little I forgot what is it. Like we have this tutor kana kind of at mm-hmm. uni where tutor kana kind of, they help you with uh, like. Um, your studies and stuff. Mm. You can ask them for essays and uh, essay writing. They mm. have like services at uni, which you can um, use. You can use those to um, help you with your writing, essay writing structures and stuff, mm. and be ad- and like get advice from them as well of what topics and what what you need to study and stuff, and what you need to mainly focus on. Especially talking at talking at uni was helpful. Was helpful mm. uh, uni. And I learned, for, I learned a lot from them as well. They yeah. were really, they were really um, helpful along the way True. in my journey at uni. So you said uh. that
0: in high school you um, decided to pursue environmental science, environmental science by your teacher. And so how did you know that you wanted to go to university after high school to, mm. to learn more about environmental science?
1: Okay. Uni, uni wasn't really my thing. Uh, at the start when I was at Wesley, so I was thinking of um, so I was at my options were to do law or Mm -hmm. to do environmental science, Mm -hmm. but that was at uni. I kind of had another interest as well, which was um, um, mechanic and stuff, fixing Mm. cars and stuff because especially for Tonga and stuff because most of my cousins, they're mechanics and they do all that stuff and so but so my sister two of my sisters um, they attended uni so I kind of had oh, to you know I kind of had okay. to like compete with them you got know. it got it so, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah so I've, mum, mum told me to go uni so I had to
2: right <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the, my honest opinion yeah. yeah mum told me to go uni so I took up the challenge and yeah pursued, uh, studied on um, environmental science. Mm. Yeah. So when I went to uni, um, I worked, so I wasn't unsure whether I will do law or environmental science. Okay. And then I met, um, I met, uh, one of my lecturers. This was before, um, this was when I was still applying for uni. Yeah. So I met him and then I was talking to him and then he kind of told me oh he kind of um, directed me you know, into doing environmental science mm. oh Joe Fagan that's his name Oh, ah, yes.
0: how did you meet him
1: so um my cousin knows Joe so we were in the we were in one of the HSB building True. doing some stuff there And so she she knew him and then yeah that's Well, I got the interest of doing environmental science at uni.
0: True. (laughs) And so, at the time, did you apply for any scholarships or um, did you just go through study link?
1: Oh, no. Man, I wish I had a scholarship at uni. I wish I I had a scholarship. It would have been so much easier. Mm. Uh, I guess so. But I just, yeah, Uh, Mm. it would have been so much easier for me, especially for me coming from Tonga. Uh, I was a private student as well. Mm-hmm. So that would help me financially at uni. But, and probably keep me on track as well, like, you I mean, we have to to mm. like, keep on with your scholarship and kind of thing.
0: Is that because you didn't know about them or you just didn't
1: um, I didn't apply for any scholarships here when I, when I was still at mm. Um Cause in Tonga, you, it's best if you if you're studying in Tonga, and then you apply for scholarship after you, after high school. Yeah. So so when I was at Wesley I was a I was a private student. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to, but you know, there's other ways as well. It's just not the scholarship. It mm-hmm. just so what I did is um, I did I I didn't apply for scholarship, but. So my mom and dad, they kind of had to dig in a bit more mm-hmm. uh, financially, you know, like financially to support me. Mm. That was kind of my motivation to keep going in yeah, wow. uni as well.
0: Yeah, because I know in Samoa, there's a lot of competition around scholarships to study in New Zealand or even Australia. Mm. So it is quite like an intense process, but um, that's quite. Um, I guess like a privilege, right, for your parents say, to support you. Mm. So that's that's really cool that yeah. you're able to come here and study. So uh, you chose environmental science after your conversation with Joe, Joe. Joe Fagan. Joe Fagan. Yeah. And so, what was your first year of university like?
1: Oh, that was one party year. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: got shadows going out the shadows. The local uni. It's not bad to party, guys. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I agree, I yeah. agree.
1: It's not, yeah. it's not bad to party. Yeah. yeah. But my first year at uni, first I was lost at uni, and, but, yeah, so my year at uni wasn't that great, first year. Uh-huh. Um, kind of party overboard, uh-huh. but if you kind of balance it, you know, have a bit of a drink, and have a bit of your studies, uh-huh. it'll, it'll work well, because, yeah, so my first year at uni was... Very, really new as well oh. so it was just the whole different environment at uni compared to seven years in high school oh. you know yeah it was it was amazing it was amazing
0: that was, yeah. <laughs> it
1: was amazing <laughs> memories <laughs>
0: So um, yeah, then how did you go in your next couple of years? Because you enrolled for a bachelor's, right? Yeah. Which is three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you come <clears> to your second year. Yeah. yeah. So, what was that like?
1: Uh so yeah, I enrolled into my bachelor. Uh, came into second year. Um, so I was I, I first enrolled okay. as a, geography major. Okay. Uh so and then second year I went double major. Going on to second year, that's when I kind of had to like uh, balance things out. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. It was a bit unbalanced in first year. Yeah, <laughs> it was too unbalanced in first year. So we just so got to level it out. Yeah, then. I had to level it out. So, you know, every now and then you have a beer. So, yep. uh, second year uni, it was interesting. Um, made it through. So. Mm just have to hang out with the right people, I'd say. Um,
0: yeah, what made you realize that, oh, oh I'm a bit um, doing too much of the partying thing? Yeah. I need to change something.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, m- most of all, what I first changed was um, especially my partying. Mm. So, yeah, I hung out with some... Like different people, like different groups. Oh, it's mm. good, it's good, but you know, you get, it's a learning process as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. You get to learn on what not to do and what to do, mm-hmm. what to, like, your mistakes and stuff. Mm. And yeah, it's just balancing and just digging it deep and just get stuck onto it. Mm. Yeah.
0: How did you talk to new groups of people? I don't know. Were oh, there people man. that you felt you could relate to, like, or how do you just kind of jump in there?
1: Oh man, people? I couldn't even talk to. I, uh, in respect for my white mates now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't even talk. I couldn't even talk to like the white mates because they were like the smart ones there. Yeah, you, you know.
0: You intimidated, eh? You're so like, whoa, whoa, I kind of like, so like
1: that's who I kind of like drifted on to hang out with because they kind of like you know, told me like you know they fall on to the the worker and stuff. Mm and i got some island brothers as well they're onto the grind at uni Mm. so i kind of kept them as i kept kept them as well and i met you too yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) so yeah i met amy at tuakana yeah she helped me a lot so tuakana is a good place to go Mm. to Um, hang out as well as well you can have a tea there you can do your studies Mm. you can ask questions about your course
0: Changing your who you're hanging out with um, and kind of getting support, academic support from Tuokana, mm. was there any type of support that you had just to help you balance out your studies?
1: Uh, until I met my girlfriend, that was part oh. of the support. <laughs> she kind of directed me. Uh, yeah.
0: And were your family living here in New Zealand at the time or were they in Tonga? They uh,
1: were at there was, so so my family my mom and dad has been living in Tonga uh, my whole year for of studies here mm, in New Zealand yeah and it's, so i've been away from them for seven years mm. of, almost seven years i lived here in New Zealand doing uh, pursuing studies and yeah it was just looking back to them and just Going back every year, seeing how they are, and like, mm. you know, things changing. That kind of like put me on, like put me on straight, like.
0: So it's just like a chicken in eh? Yeah, it's like a, yeah. just
1: just check like, You get checked as well, right? <laughs> <laughs> True. So. So they, yeah,
0: that's like a yeah, your family as well, just checking in with them. Yeah. While they're mm. back home, were there any kind of, um, I guess like. Tips to help people through university, especially coming from like a different environment, mm. and, like a different culture.
1: Uh,
0: like what really helped for you? Just to just keep going yeah. on your degree.
1: Um, for my poly brothers and sisters, um, you see a lot happening at uni. But, you
0: know,
1: why mm. you just get to know everyone and just. Stay positive, you know, along the way. Mm. Even though sometimes it can be tough, some days. Uh, um, stay positive and just spread uh, positive vibes. That way, you can keep going and just focus on what you're really aiming for. Don't mind the environment. Some it can be it can be negative sometimes and it can be hard, but you stay on your grind and just keep digging. Mm. And get to know everyone. Just don't be alone at uni. It's, <laughs> not, it's, it's not easy. Uh, yeah. it's not easy
0: by yourself. Yeah.
1: You? It, it's not easy to go by yourself, uh, especially for us polis as well. Mm. Uh, it, this can be for everyone, anyone. Yeah. Talk to someone and just if you need help, you need. Don't be shy to talk. Just mm. I was I was a shy guy at uni. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, i was I was always a shy guy I wouldn't even like talk to anyone or like ask wow. for help or, and Uni kinda kind of like break uh broke the boundaries of um being antisocial mm. and, like, got to know everyone and just talk to them during the lectures talk to mm. you, get to know who's sitting beside you and just offer them a seat next time
0: yeah <laughs> so how did you kind of come out of your shell because you're saying you're quite shy, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, how did you kind of go through that?
1: Um, at uni, uh, I hung out with um, a big group uh-huh. at uni, so that kind of like got me to like talk more. And mm-hmm. That was my first year, so I got to like socialise a lot in my first year. And that's how I came up the cause of, you know, not being that mm-hmm. shy guy anymore. Mm-hmm. And just, Shy, being shy just makes you stressed and depressed so mm. uh, just keep talking true and, and the fellas they don't be shy to talk to the girls it's <laughs> 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 never <Didn't> know my- <laughs> oh this was it's, gonna ask um,
0: so did you feel like you had to kind of Oh, I don't know, explain it, but kind of bring your Tongan culture with you wherever you went at university because university has quite a lot of different cultures and people true, true. so coming from the islands, do you feel like you had to bring that with you through your journey?
1: Yeah, I had to ever since like, yeah, so raised up kind of being taught to especially respect that's one of the main right. things, you know, uh, respect the women's that wherever yes. you go. So at uni it's not just at home. You do that wherever you go, mm. and that's that's one of the main things I uh, I was raised with is um, respect and just appreciating everyone's help and and share the love.
0: Mm. Yeah, and that speaks a lot how you acted in, in your, the later years of your bachelors, you know, you're just, you're saying, you know, talk to everyone, speak mm. to everyone, um, just don't be shy, make yeah, some friends. True. So, oh, that's good, so you did carry that through with you. Yeah. So after you finished your bachelors, which <coughs> is three years, uh, what do you do next?
1: Oh, man, that was that was one of my tough um, times as well. Mm. After unis, I was a bit scared, I didn't know what to do, what, where to go. Mm. Well, what's next? You know, or mm. uh, wasn't like in the box was find a job yeah. right away. You know,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, to find a job. Uh, so I kind of had to. So I was given one year here in New Zealand after my studies to look for a job mm. within, especially within my um, my field of studies. Mm-hmm. The, my, so I stayed back, looked for a job, and you know what. Uh, Sometimes you were not not Sometimes you just need to expect what's coming, good or bad. So my first year, I can't believe it. I did. I did warehousing, you know. Mm. So that was hard. And, so like but packing. Yes, yeah, yep. packing. packing. But it's part of experience in life, you know. Yeah. Took it the positive way. Take always see it in the positive way. Mm-hmm. It's part of um, growing, you know. Sometimes you need to start from somewhere to get somewhere. And you do that for one year. Yeah. Yeah. So it really helped me as well. I thank you. I think I thank New Zealand for giving that, that job so mm-hmm. for that one year because it really helped me. And financially
0: yeah. or just like, financially,
1: and especially just humble yourself. Eh? Like, oh, yeah? yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you're out of uni. Just don't expect too high. You know. Mm. Just go with the flow. Yeah. You know? Whatever's in front of you, take it, um, but use use wise decisions along the way as well. Mm. Yeah, so I worked there for one year in uh, New Zealand before I moved on to, um, to Tonga. Mm-hmm. Worked there and now I'm living with mom and dad.
0: Mm. So how long have you been living in Tonga?
1: I've been living in Tonga for it's almost two years now. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's almost two years now. So since 2017 yeah yeah so mm. since 2017.
0: and so what are you doing over there now
1: so working for ministry for the ministry of lands so what i do is um, i'm assistant uh, GIS officer mm. i do most of the mapping for um, the geology section and mm. that, that that includes um, Flood mappings and modeling stuff, and just uh, working with communities and villages, um, helping them with uh, water storage and, mm. and um, helping them with um, applying t- for funds, uh, especially the Australian funds as well, and some of the um, Korean funds. Could you explain we do a, lot.
0: a bit more about the, the mapping, like the flood mapping, why mm. would you do that and what does that look uh, like? Um,
1: yeah. I did GIS at um, uni, there's a course GIS on uh, geography, especially for geography, um, so if you're, if you're taking um, every, any environmental papers, uh, this including geology, um, geography, um, mm. environmental science, environmental management, even um, planning, GIS yeah, uh, is a it's, a it's a good it's a good um, course to take up. What does it stand for? It's a geospatial information uh, system. You use uh, GIS is a mapping uh, course, and the software is ArcMap g- and ArcMap uh, ArcGIS. Uh-huh. So with the GIS course, you can do flood mapping. You can do land cover mapping. So with all those uh, mapping and stuff, you could. Um, use that to advise your um, stakeholders or who you're dealing with, your mm. customers and who who your ministry or your work is dealing with and it's just to consult them and within projects or whatever situation or, or project they're working on mm. yeah. so
0: like a flood map would show potentially where a flood may come through the village
1: yeah oh. so in Tonga um, sea level rise is one of the mm-hmm. One of the main threats, uh, environmental threats to Tonga, is m- some of the parts, especially Haapai, uh, mm. that's an outer island. Um, it's oh. going underwater. So, uh, Whoa! It's, it's some of the some of the parts of Haapai uh, is going underwater. So especially to Kiripas. I think Kiripas is almost underwater. Mm, yeah. So uh, with the flood mapping, uh, it's amazing. You can do a lot of stuff with your um, flood mapping. Uh, With Tonga, um, the flood map produced is um, used to um, advise some of the projects, um, especially which parts of Tonga is um, in flood-prone areas and Mm. what what parts they need to focus on um, on on building and what what areas are not good for building. Predict uh, what years um, those parts will be underwater, what what meters um, above sea level they'll Mm. be, uh, underneath sea level they'll be on. so, so what
0: is Tonga, um, kind of thinking in terms of with the sea level rise? Are they wanting to build the island up, or I don't know,
1: relocate? Um, or for there's a there's a project in Tonga um, going on now, and they're gonna, I think they're gonna implement the project next month, mm-hmm. as December. So the project is a flood flood um, drainage system project. Funded by World Bank, mm-hmm. what they're going to do with the sea level, uh, with the sea level rise issue in Tonga, the the aim of this project is to is to focus on on Nuku'alofa, on rebuilding and this fixing the main city, mm, yeah. and and rebuilding the main city and redoing the drainage is Drainage system is um which is the um, most important one for Nukalofa to to adapt with and mitigate this um, sea level rise issue mm. going on in Tonga. And some of the foreshores in Tonga, they have like um, foreshores uh, built in the Hahake area. It's a, it's in the eastern side um, near New, on the way to New with a village called Nabutoka.
2: Mm.
1: So they just opened up the foreshore yesterday. It was a welcoming ceremony okay. or something yeah yeah that's one of the stuff they've been doing in Tonga they do groins for they and this p- big project I've been talking I mentioned before is um, was funded by the World Bank um, which they're looking and focusing on on redoing Tonga's um, drainage system it's just mainly on those flood prone areas
0: mm. Mm. and so your role in that is to create maps of potential areas where the flooding would be at the yep. most highest and yep. so they you would say oh we really need to have a drainage system here because it floods a lot yep. right
1: yeah so so with the maps I've been doing um I'll be marking out some of the flood prone areas and mm. some of the areas areas they should be looking at especially for the project that we're working with um and and some of the some of the areas that will be there will be need uh, like some areas will need a drainage system and mm-hmm. some areas will need a growing some areas will need a foreshore some like stuff mm-hmm. like that so it goes within like there's a assessment map kind of thing oh, okay. so what areas what kind of what kind of things is mm. needed within those areas
0: true mm. and what would a typical day look like for you
1: oh man you should see me like, Do you have some Uh, photos I could show everyone? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I
0: would love to post them up like when we um, do the podcast as well. But yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I have some photos. I'll probably oh cool. I'll 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 give them to you. Yeah, yeah, so I can show you guys. Yeah, so yeah, um, a typical day for me at work, we start at eight thirty in the morning. I usually make it. That's early. early. I get get to work at like nine or. Yeah, we
0: start at nine samurai. Okay.
1: Yeah, so the work starts at 8.30 every morning and sometimes I'll oh, wake up late, yeah. get to work. It's just down the road too. Oh, that's good. So that's one of the good things about working in the islands is just uh, having a work just down the road. Mm. And a typical day for me, especially uh, Mondays are always boring. Mm-hmm. Mondays are always boring, so Tuesdays uh, I go out. To do drones and Whoa. drone shots and cool. drone surveys, and Wednesday, first Thursday Fridays are usually my busy day. I usually, it's usually busy because I leave work till last minute. Oh yeah. So <laughs> I should have be doing it. I should have <laughs> done it on Monday, but sometimes I get caught up with other stuff as well. But Thursdays and Fridays are usually my busy day every day. Yeah. Working and so on.
0: So, are you mostly outside or are you inside yeah. as well?
1: Yeah. I'm um, usually outside serving, which is good. Mm-hmm. Not always in the office. I hate. I hate staying in the office. Yep. Yeah. yeah I, I. don't. I don't like the office. Mm. So it just gets me sad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, I'm usually outside of the office doing drone, um, drone so- uh, shots and surveys.
0: And what's the culture like at the workplace? Like do you speak Tongan all the time or is it English or is it all Tongan people working or like a mix of expats or volunteers or
1: um, what's it like? We've, we've, got, um, so we've got some newbies which just finished from uni as well um, From
0: New Zealand or?
1: Some from New Zealand I've got two colleagues studying here at the moment oh. They're doing their masters Whoa. and um, so some some from New Zealand some from Fiji mm-hmm. they attended uh, USP. Yeah. and we got a few um, old workers from way probably like 14 to 24 years yeah. been working at the same place mm-hmm. and it's a good mixture and I'm part of the young ones uh, there's there's probably like uh, uh, six of us and uh, within 24 years of age, just finished at 25 okay. yeah yeah so, yeah, uh, yeah. we're the young ones are at the office mm-hmm. and with the oldies so mm-hmm. within our, we usually speak Tongan every day uh-huh. but when it comes to um, meetings with, with um, the donors or mm-hmm. whoever's coming over to to our office, or we usually use the English words for Ema yeah. as a language for Ema
0: And what about your reports? <clears throat> Is that written in Tongan?
1: Uh, we have a template so we got two templates we have a Tongan version
0: uh-huh.
1: and we have a English version oh. so you can just fill up this um, template for using English language and then Tongan language Do you
0: have to do both or does it matter?
1: Um, you have to do both Whoa. and submit both so. Okay. so it's It's alright, it doesn't really have to be submit due date, you know Mm. know, Sometimes the boss can, like, you can still talk to your boss and negotiate, you know
0: Because does does that go up to kind of like the ministers in parliament, those Uh, reports?
1: Yeah, so those reports are really important because it goes into the ministers So Mm. it passes on from our deputy um, CEO, which is our leader at the moment, Mm. uh, Daniela Kula, Mm. so from him to the ministers and they do the decisions and the last calls.
0: Yeah, because when I worked in Samoa the official documents had to be written in Samoan, Mm. but just our documents within our organisation, there was in English, so for our uh, New Zealand born Tongans or people who can't speak Tongan that well, could they still come over and work? In Tonga?
1: Yeah, yeah surely like Oh, we language? need workers in Tonga.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we need good, organized, more structured workers in Tonga, especially. <laughs> um, yeah. So you, it's more than welcome to come work in Tonga or attach to Tonga for a bit mm. and get experience in Tonga. Um, you don't have to worry about the Tongan language. You have to speak and that. You can do the English, and like you know, how mm. I said uh, mentioned before. It's uh, yeah, the template English, template Tongan template. You can just fill up the mm. English um, port. If you come, you're more than welcome to work in Tonga. Mm. It'll be, yeah, Tonga really needs workers.
0: Cool. And so, what's some other fun things that you could do in Tonga? If people oh, want to yeah. come and work there. The beach with?
1: is just. Uh, down the road, you, know, <laughs> you, you just walk out the office and it's just right in front of you. So, you have heaps of uh, uh yeah, you got the beach, you got the fresh uh, fresh uh, fruits, uh, mm. fresh um, uh, cassava, you got the yams, and all mm. that stuff. And just not like the processed food here you get every day, and uh, you can still get the fresh ones here. But, yeah, Tonga, it's, you can get a fresh coconut as well. Not the boxed ones.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and what about, yeah, like, what's your, I don't know, what's, like, a typical Tongan meal?
1: Oh, man, they always eat meat, eh? <laughs> <But> <laughs> yes. They, <laughs> meat they <laughs> have the meat and then they chuck out the salad to the side. <laughs> <laughs> like, I usually, I usually, so me, me, me and mom and dad, so we, my mom and dad loves the seafood, so yep. I usually make the seafood uh, ika, fish, Yum. So, but they hate the veggies, so I, I force them to eat the veggies sometimes, but mm. yeah, the Tongans, they love their meat and just no veggies, but do you I, guys need to start eating your greens, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: do you have like lamb flaps and turkey tails?
1: We yeah. have, that's the thing about Tonga, uh, most of our meat, uh, I, I assume it's, it's off cuts. Yep.
0: Yeah. So
1: that's, that's killing our people. Yeah. And especially the lamb flaps, uh, yeah. it's, it's lamb ribs, I think. And then I asked a friend of mine in Fiji, hey, we have this um, nice a uh, piece of like we meat in Tonga. Yeah, yeah. like, why didn't you guys eat the lamb ribs and lamb flaps and stuff They say that? Those 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 meat as offcuts they feed their dogs with it. And yeah. I was like what? Yeah. <laughs> just...
0: Yeah, I think it's the same in Samoa. They do get some offcuts yeah. from New Zealand. Yeah. But yeah, meat is big in Samoa as well. Mm. Do you uh kind of do you often come across like traditional foods or like
1: traditional food? Uh, food in yeah, thai?
0: yeah. Is that common?
1: Uh, usually on Sundays. Oh yeah. We have the omu. Yeah. So we'll have plenty of Tongan mixture of tasty food and you know mm. uh, the common uh, lu. You guys call it luau.
0: lu'au. Yeah. Oh yeah. Could you just explain what the umu is? So
1: umu, we have the uh, we, have, we have, It's like a what do you call it? Earth.
0: Like oven? they call it earth oven. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you you bake your 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 food underground and you just bury it. So and we have the umu you have, you put in your luau and your lucipi, mm. your kumara, your your cassava, and whatever mm. food you're prepping for Sundays. So, on Sundays, we usually have our traditional um, Tongan food. We have the vailesi. I think you guys have vile popo. Oh, popo. Um, oh I, I don't know the
0: name. It's like drink coconut
1: coconut. What's drink. A, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you got yeah, we, we have the Vailesi, so that's one of, it's like a traditional Tongan dessert. But it's oh, with, um, okay. yep. papaya? Do you know that papaya. fruit? Papaya? The yellow Popo. one? Popo. Popo. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, in yeah. So, that's, we usually you have that in the um, baked. Ooh, it's pretty nice. Yum. With coconut cream, eh?
0: Yum. Oh, uh, oh and I was gonna ask, are there any, like, uh, what is it? Oh, I haven't been in a while. Nightclubs or like social stuff in Tonga for people who want to go and work uh, and stay. There's there. a
1: few. There's a few bars in Tonga. Yeah. Uh, okay. We have we have Nodi Ruby. We have Reload. We have Talieva. Billfish. Billfish is uh is one of the um, main bars in Tonga. Um, tourists goes to and mm. yeah, and just locals as well. And nightlife in Tonga, I'd say Oh, so Saturday, Fridays are pumping days Yeah uh, pump, Pumping nights yep. So uh Saturdays not really Because at 12 um, mm. When it hits 12 It's um, Everything's out uh, It's the Sunday You have to keep it holy mm. to, yeah, There's, yeah, there's yeah. So
0: does everything shut down on Sundays?
1: Everything shut down on Sunday, Hey, but there's like um before the bakery used to open uh, open on sundays yeah but now it's the restaurants. some of the restaurants they can open on sundays and some of the resorts as well like they oh. have restaurants um just
0: that only open that open the whole day or only a certain amount of time
1: uh they open the whole day oh. and you have bangai moto which is a little island uh, most of the tourists goes to for um sundays okay so they go there for the uh, beach and just it's just out of the main island so that's is where oh. most of the tourists goes to it's um and Atata. Mm. so they go there enjoy the day and have a good swim sun bath
0: everything but traditionally everything shut down on Sundays because yeah. of church yeah. Um, yeah this is quite common in the islands it's the same in Samoa yeah. as well so yeah it's a um, yeah if you're not used to the environment like that's just what the culture is but mm. it's quite nice say eh, because mm. you get to relax have a day to yourself or whatever you need to do yeah, yeah. Mm. so for people uh, who are wanting maybe to work in Tonga (laughs) to get some experience, to go to the beaches. Where's, um, or just to ask you questions, where's a good place for people to contact you?
1: So if you're wanting to work in Tonga, it's best if you look, you can look online. Okay. There's a page online called Matangi Tonga, Mm. and they put out um, job vacancies. But if you want a direct um, talk to um, look for jobs, best uh, they have this um, thing in Tonga where where you go to them and they look look uh, look for a job for you.
0: Okay.
1: For Tonga, New Zealand has that too. I forgot what they.
0: I'm it's not like sure. an agent or something. Okay.
1: Um, so it's called um, Tonga. Of course, I think it's under the Tonga Youth, but most of the youth has been using that. Um, that place to uh, kind of find a job for um, for themselves
0: Mm. You can send me a link and then I can Mm. share it with everyone Cool And for people who are thinking about getting into science um, What's your advice to them?
1: It's a really fun subject uh, course as well It's interesting If you're really passionate about science then go for it Mm. um, And if you're stuck along the way don't uh, be afraid to ask for help. Mm. Um, science is, uh, is, is fun and can be hard at times, but uh, you know what, uh, it's... Uh, take up the challenge, is a good challenge. Uh, science can take you places. Science science can maybe save the trees on your backyard. You mm. never know. You can do a lot of experiment if you're interested with science. and Not only at home, you can... You can do it at your workplace, and it's a really fun subject. It can get, it can get you a lot uh, to a lot of places as well, um. and help you along the way. Especially if you're looking for a job, um, science is a good um, background to have. Um, always have... When I was at uni, I forgot to take stats. Okay. Um, stats is one of the most important... Ones. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I did take stats. But um, I recommend you take stats or a bit of maths and, mm-hmm. along the way. Um, that'll help you in your journey and mm. in the future, yeah
0: Cool, I, what I quite like about your story is that you're able to take your science back home and mm. the work that you do is so important, especially nowadays with climate change and it's directly affecting uh, your island, like yeah. your, your family's island, your ancestor's island so mm. I think that's, yeah, what you said, it's um, science can take you places, I mean if you want to do it, do it. Mm. And it can it can help mm. uh, people and the land and the sea in your backyard. Mm. Yeah, so thank you so much for having yeah. a chat today. <laughs> and um, any last comments you want to make? Or?
1: Last comments are uh, uh, last year that I uh, last year at high school, thinking of uh, going into uni. I wish you all the best and whatever you're doing. Stay focused. And always listen to your rents. Uh, <laughs> and they're always right. Uh, mm. You know, yeah, share the love, share positive vibes of heart.
0: Awesome, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the salmon scientist podcast if you have any more questions or comments just message me on instagram facebook twitter linkedin and youtube and please ask me questions i'm here to help